This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's been a long week on the road for Mansfield Town as they've clocked up the miles and the points. The latter, fortunately, on the pitch for the draw at Swindon and a sweet midweek victory at Morecambe. It's Thursday, it's 6.30-ish and this is the Mansfield Matters podcast. We're coming up tonight as the Stags play with 10 men for around an hour at Swindon. Midfielder Timmy Elschnick praises his teammates' determination for the points. The lads show the character, uh, just don't go under. Uh, they... They they were like throwing big ball, uh, beer, uh, long balls in the box, so it's sometimes hard to defend that. They had a few big lads up front, uh, but I think we've done well uh, to defend that. And... The Stags have been setting records too for good away form. They finally put an end to a run of draws in midweek, thanks to Neil Bishop's thunderous strike. Boss David Flickcroft says the three points were long overdue. Not getting beats important. It's three or four of them games where we give up leads as well, you know what I mean? So there's a part of me that... Uh, even though it's a, it's a club record or whatever, but there's something inside me feeling as though it's not something to really celebrate because you know I want more points and, and we're hungry for that. And, and at times, you know, I've wanted to give us supporters more points on our travels, but still, you know, there's there's, there's a spirit that's, that's been grown. We'll reflect on those two games this evening, plus talk cup draws as the Stags have been handed the home time the FA Cup. We'll also tell about David Flickcross' changes now he's managed as many games as he did last season. And as always, take your comments and questions in the live feed. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, with Mansfield Matters, of course. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast with Craig Priest, Nathan Edge, Simon Mercer and Cam Felton. Let's get the show underway. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans, because Mansfield Matters, of course. I'm Craig Priest, alongside me, I've got them actually in the same room where I can actually hear what they're saying for once. I've got Nathan Edge, I've got Cam Felton, and I've got Simon Mercer. For anyone that hasn't got a clue what we're on about, on Tuesday at Morecambe, we were all watching the game, but only one of us 
were stooped enough to go and sit out in the cold. The rest all went round to Nathan's house with the warmth, had some beers, had some food and had yeah. a bit of a laugh. We decided to do a bit of a impromptu at half time to try and sort of link up between Morecambe and Mansfield and uh, it didn't quite work, did it? So there, there you go. Yeah, just I mean, Nathan's being an idiot and, and <laughs> not, he's miming and... Good job you went here, good job what we're saying about you then, isn't it? It's a very good job, very, very good oh, job yeah. indeed. I mean, I, I would hate to think you were saying anything derogatory about me. Would we? Would no, you? Would we? You might do later on in the show because it's that time of year where it is actually somebody's birthday just around the corner. Um, so we've decided um, tonight to bring back an old feature where we did one of my lovely, brilliant, well-received quizzes. Um, so, wow. Simon, you're going to be the subject of that. You will be how old on uh, whatever it is? 25. And... 39. So you'll be 39 on when's your, birth- <laughs> when's your birthday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 39 tomorrow. Um, so, we are going to give you three anagrams to solve. And you've got 39 seconds. I reckon it needs to be to the whole programme. <laughs> to solve the entire lot. And for everyone that you save, you'll win a token um, to get a free game of Crazy Golf. Do I get At a... At a... Uh, at a well-known crazy golf place in Nottingham. So, yeah, three games of crazy golf to be won for free on me if you can solve three anagrams in 39 seconds at the end of the show. If you don't solve any of the anagrams, you can choose one of these two to have a go at it, and then they will win the token <laughs> so for, them. for them. For them, all right. Them. Time. You, know, you don't like golf, players. do you, boys? We are team well, players. What they, what they do with it after that is entirely up to them. They can pass it back to you or back to back to me or, to me, or whatever, to you, you know. To me, to you. Exactly, we will see. Uh, Anyway, coming up tonight, all the usual features, we'll be talking about uh, four points on the road, a 0-0 draw at Swindon on Saturday, and then, of course, a 1-0 victory thanks to Neil Bishop's belter in midweek at Morecambe. Let's start with the goalless draw at Swindon, Nath. Obviously, ten men for probably about an hour when you think adding extra time and things, things like that. A decent point considering... I can't even remember it. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. What? Think, yeah. what? <laughs> when was that? Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, Swindon are a bit here miss, aren't they, at the moment? Sort of inconsistent. So, you know, I think we were hoping, hoping they would go there and, you know, they were given, given a lot of stick to Flitcroft uh, and they gave a lot of stick to uh, even Elsnick. I mean, I took a real dislike into Swindon. I don't know I ever liked them before, to be honest, but just, I don't know. They just... I took a real dislike into them. I really wanted to beat them, but obviously we got the red card. I was expecting us to go on to lose, so I think we can all be sort of proud that we did come away. You know, even though it's a point that we're getting very used to, this one was a good point. I felt. Cam, what about yourself? Obviously, as Nathan says, he thinks it was feels it was a good point. What about you? Well, yeah, it was. I'd, I'd probably even go further to say it was a very good point. It wasn't even that we was totally out of the game when we did go down to ten men. It, we, we were still in it. We were still attacking. We were still having decent possession of the ball. We were still getting chances. It's just back to the same old Mansfield, just not being able to put it back at net. But I suppose when you've got 10 men, it's always going to be a little bit more difficult. But it's just better than going into a shells, defending for the rest of the game like we would have done in the past. But it's all, all positive And then, obviously, all worked out at Morecambe in the end eventually. So obviously 10 men for well over 60 minutes Swindon 
tough place to go. Phil Brown's got a good side there. Not a lot to separate the two sides beforehand. But having watched back the highlights and things like that, did you feel that if we would have stayed with eleven on the pitch, would have been coming away? We'd have been talking about six points this week and not four. Maybe you you don't know. To be honest, it, it's one of them. I'm just pleased we come away with a clean sheet and a point as well because we never get anything down at Swindon. To be honest. It's always been a tough team to to beat down there. Uh, for us to get clean sheet and a, a draw with ten men, um, I think it was a, a positive afternoon. To be honest, get your comments coming in. As always, want to hear from you tonight in the live feed. Uh, as always, it's the show for the fans by the fans. So as always, get your comments. And if you listen to the audio version of this every Thursday six thirty, where were you? Come and join us and get involved with the uh, the live feed. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, a very good evening to Paul who says uh, hello. Good evening from a wet and windy Lanzarote. Yeah. So Mansfield matters is international tonight, which is quite apt considering the news about the Charlton game, which we'll come to later on. Uh, also, good evening to Roger who says it's a good point considering the sending off. I mean, for me, I think as you said, so si, one of the most pleasing aspects for me on Saturday was the fact that we were resilient and we didn't crumble because I think maybe two or three weeks prior if we'd have got a man sent off I think we might have been on to maybe a bit of a defeat there so to not only take a point away from there and a clean sheet I think the fact that we were resilient enough to see the game out and keep creating chances because it's not like we didn't have a couple of chances here and there I think that has to be looked as a, as a progression yeah definitely um, Danny was unlucky with the header because it was a good save I think their keeper made did he make two or three decent saves throughout well, the game it was that a minute to go where well a few a couple of minutes ago where CJ very very nearly got round him didn't they and the keeper made a, a cracking uh, tackle right near the end and that could have that won us a game that so I think he did you could argue he did keep the minute didn't he so you get it it's the thing with the, the referee and David Flickcroft mentioned it in his post-match uh, interview um, was talking about the referee. He didn't slate the referee like previous managers would have done, but he, he did. It. <laughs> he did deserve it, and he, he he did sort of say, you know, sometimes these inexperienced referees need to learn. And I don't like sort of backing Notts County really at all. But if you look <laughs> at their situation against MK Dons, they've had the red card rescind, mm. rescinded. It's a decision which has gone on to cost them three points. We were perhaps lucky by virtue of the fact that it it didn't cost us anything realistically. Maybe if it was a poorest county, we probably would have lost, but luckily we're not. We? Oh, sorry, did I? Sorry, was I being a bit harsh? Oh, that's my bad, bless him. Oh, dear. <laughs> Nathan as uh, close to the edge as, as, as possible. Okay. Well, that's it. We, had a, we, we got enough sick off them last year, so uh, let's hope it continues. Well, that, this well, way, we this certainly year. did, especially around this time last year as well. We which did, was, yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, in fact, a year ago, I think today, um, we beat them in the Checker Trade Trophy with CJ's yeah. goal. Yeah, a year ago today, so there you go. It's a good job that wasn't one of your questions, isn't it, Sam? Mm. <laughs> but there you it go. was a, a year ago at the weekend that me and Craig and Gibbo enjoyed the, the world's worst away day. Oh, at Newport, Newport yeah. Let's, yeah, let's move on to that and talk about this season. Going back to, uh, <laughs> going back to Swindon, then, obviously, I, I think looking at the way we, we set up, I think we can take pride in that I think a lot of it has to be down to Aleshnik and we're, we're talking about two clean sheets in in two games as well Nathan we again have got that record of being the best 
defence in the league and we come up against yeah. a side in, on Saturday who are, uh, are close to that I think we're better by one on goal difference or something yeah, I was just about to say that I know obviously before the Berry game we, we was statistically the best defence in the league uh, I wasn't quite sure how it's been since then obviously we drew 2-2 with them so two goals conceded and uh, I can't remember what results came after that but I, did, I wasn't sure but obviously with two clean sheets on the, on the bounce and you know I think a lot has to be said I mean cause I still think in some ways a defence we we still can improve as in the actual back three and I think we've got to that point now I think the last few games we've shown that we are strong but I think the most credit to that defensive record has to go to Alessing because since he came in uh, he has pulled off some fast, fantastic saves, and he, he, and he did it. He did it Saturday. Uh, if I remember right, you know, he did a few on on Tuesday night as well. So um, a lot of credit has to go for it, uh, to him for that. Yeah, and he obviously got his shirt and, and taken his taking his chance and things like that. Cam's got had this little look at the stats. Yeah, it, it only shows goal difference. A lot of the tables don't even go into goals for and against these days. Oh, that's it. It's quite pointless, isn't it? But yeah, it would be but, to that table, wouldn't it? Uh, you know. yeah, but I think <laughs> you, you look you look back at the table, and as much as people complain about, oh, we've drawn so many games, we've drawn so many games. By the virtue of the fact of the games that we've had called off so far this season, have hindered us, maybe helped us, maybe personal opinion as to how we've performed. But they're now starting to back up again. So as people are running away from us at the beginning of the season, we're getting the steady results while they're tripping up. And we're just craw crawling back slowly. You think if we win these two games in hand, we go back towards the top of the table. Mm. But our decent run of form only came from a few weeks ago when they changed the squad around a couple of players came in a couple of players came out and one of the massive players was Zelezhnik coming in being absolutely solid fair enough Conrad's done a fantastic job whatever game he's played in but Zelezhnik just brings a different game to, to I think he commands his area a lot better than what Conrad does Conrad not saying Conrad's a bad goalkeeper because Conrad's a he fantastic has, goalkeeper he has made some brilliant saves for us but as an all-rounder I think Zelezhnik's just got the the edge over him I think it goes down to I think it goes beyond that a little bit I think it goes down to, to the system we play I mean you know you've got a defensive minded keeper one who likes to stay in his six yard box and sort of command from there and then you've got a bit of a sweeper keeper and it definitely falls into the latter and I think with that sort of 3-5-2 that 3-5-2 or 3-4-1-2 or whatever numerical spin you want to put on it I think that works quite well having Logan having Alejandro to come out and sweep things up and sort of almost play, be able to play short and, and pick a pass because I think Again, that was a, a big part of um, Tuesday night at Swindon, really, which 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 showed a lot of it, where we were having to play from the back because of the, you, something you wouldn't have picked up on on the TV. But the wind it was, was night, awful. Tuesday night at Swindon. No, Tuesday, uh, no, Tuesday night. I'm going. I'm following <laughs> on from it. All right, okay. on from <laughs> I know. I know what I mean. I, I know what I mean. Meant, yeah, also you could tell, you could actually tell on it. You could, you? Yeah, because you, you just follow the ball, it'd take a mad swerve or it'd just stand up in the air. And it was it was just tough to play. So playing it out from the back theoretically was the only way to play. Like in the first half, when we were we with the wind or against the wind? Against the wind. Against the wind. So the first half, it was the only way to play for us. In the second half, it wasn't too bad. 
but it, it's just fortunate sometimes that when the wind is like that it's all it takes is one strange kick from a goalkeeper it's over well look at Danny's shot yeah Danny could have easily gone in from 25 yards because wind took it exactly yeah. he got right behind it you exactly. know it's it, as much as people say all oh, players should be able to play no matter what conditions in if you're playing somewhere like that they have the same sort of problem at Grimsby a lot of the time just because it's so close <coughs> to the coast that you have to set up depending on, to we- on the weather there's no point in ho- playing a hoofball because you're only going to play it for half a game because you're going to be with the wind one way and against it the other so you can't play that keep your comments coming in on the live feed as always really want to hear from you uh, tonight Anthony says hi lads hope we can keep the run up we are 11th in the league so come on David and the lads Roger says yes it's early, still early days and a lot can change especially with the games in hand I think Bobby's kicking is a little bit better no disrespect to Logan and Peter says we're not losing which is the main thing four points from the last two games I'll take that all day long managed to see the game out on Tuesday with not too much drama and Morecambe's one of those places you can go and we'll hear from David Flipcroft on on it as well Um, where very limited resources very limited budget manager who's been in there a long time but he gets players who will scrap for him and he will fight for him Kevin Ellison absolute wind-up merchant but even though he's got you know history he's the type of player who we were sitting at the, in that spell last year and saying we were missing that type of bully boy mentality is that type of person who will make the difference between winning losing drawing winning drawing losing that sort of thing so it I felt for me it was a very difficult game and one goal you can look at it on paper can't you a little bit and, and perhaps say oh it's only a one nil win it's a narrow win but actually when you take the game as a whole and the way in which we play and the things we actually come up against one, a 1-0 one no win there is probably a Where, good win when you say we missed the bully boy thing do you think that maybe bringing Neil Bishop back into the squad obviously he was suspended on Saturday so we could use him I always see Bishop as this bully he's always scrapping for the ball if there's always a bit of an argy-bargy he's always first one in he's always tussling for the ball he's just that someone to boss the midfield and with McDonald being out for what another three four weeks we're not lacking in the midfield but we've not got that sort of player in the midfield because if you look at other players you've got uh, it was it Elschnick could you say that we're missing Macca though at minute the way we're playing I don't think we are that much no, 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 I mean but, you know. if you'd have asked me that question at full time on Saturday at Swindon I'd have probably said yes because of I, I felt we had quite a lot of gaps in the midfield but that comes from having 10 men sometimes yeah. uh, but to be fair I, I think I would have probably said the same uh, in the last home home game was it Wolves in the Checker Trade yeah, where, yeah. where Atkinson yeah. ended up sitting in centre mid and CJ yeah. went back to right wing back I think we missed him in certain parts of the game but when Bishop's in there I think Bishop when Bishop's on his game I don't think we are too much you've got Butcher who can play in there who compliments it well Otis Khan has improved over the last two games I felt he was unlucky to be substituted on Saturday at half time but it was a substitution which needed to be made in order for team shape and to see the game out Mellis mm, is, is it's a lot on the Mel- paper Mellis to me can be dropped and, Elsh- <laughs> and Elshnick um, is a, a young, still a young hungry young player so, but I think he's got a wise head in him so I think you know I, th- I think we've, we've got options in there 
I, I don't think we're missing Macro as much as what I thought we would. But when he comes back in, what an asset that's going to be. Yeah. What a midfield that's going to be. Like another be. new signing, not it? Exactly. Well, exactly. And you, you look, if you wanted to bring someone like Bishop off, who, who would you bring on? Well, that's because why I think Mac is probably most important because they, they're very similar in, in how they're in, you know, their styles, aren't they, in some ways? So. It, it gives you that extra option. You've got players that. You've got more than one player that play in the same position but different playing styles. You've got someone like Maka and Bishop who'll just chase anything across the park. Or you've got Melis and Elchnik that are a bit more ball control run at defenders. Well, one of them is. One, 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 one got ball control. One, one, one you'd say, you'd say they're both <laughs> that sort of player. Whether they can do it or not, I don't know. But, and then you've got. Um, other players that are just a bit more defensive like your Callum Butchers that will just sit there in the midfield and see there, there's the thing with Butcher as well because he's he's still youngish but he's also played in promotion winning sides at a higher level and he, he's got that game management which we which we lack sometimes I'd, I'd um, stick him in for Malice now I'd, I'd, yeah I would. I, I would as well and and just look to sort of shore up that, that middle and just tweak it a little bit but exactly. people talk about game management sometimes don't they and, and managing those last 10-15 minutes and I think that's what Butcher offers in abundance is that play with game management because one thing we are lacking at the minute is that experience to bring off the bench if you look again for, I think for the probably for the last two or three games the bench has been as included um, the nominated young young player which is obviously Lewis Gibbons who looks like he might get a game Saturday we'll talk about injury news in a little bit um, that's uh, a Jason, game to bring him in exactly Jason Law um, young striker as well um, not really had much game time been promoted from the academy and obviously Jordan Graham as well is in a similar situation Amari not played much much game time young player then you've, you've not really got a lot of experienced heads on the bench to, to bring on we are a young young squad and I think that gets overlooked sometimes doesn't it I was saying as much as we say we've got a young squad it's like some of the players that we have got that are like the younger ones the talent and the ability and the experience they've got you come back to someone like Cameron Butcher that's played regular League One football for Millwall recently go back to Elschnick playing for Derby quite recently in pre-season obviously before coming to us went to Swindon last year played at League Two Uh, Slovenian international is he? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, obviously not now. He's too old for it now. It was under twenty ones. He's twenty two. Yeah, now. it's still experience, and it's what a lot of clubs don't have. They've got young players that don't have the experience, whereas we've got both. And the problem we've got at the minute as well is talking about obviously trying to get these players experience. We can't actually afford to send. Jordan Graham and Jason Law out for a month because we've got injuries and we're not going to cover Craig Davis has been out for the last two or three games and for me I think we, we might have made I hope he proves me wrong I, th- I think he's a class player but I think injury wise I think we might have made a bit of an error on, on that error judgement there because it looks like he's in one game and then misses the next five mm. uh, I think even it, apart from that I think the probably error is a point not just bringing in that one extra striker as cover yeah, I think that's where obviously we want Jordan Graham to be involved. Yeah, in, I want to. Yeah, you know, but, but he's developed them as well. Yeah, we, we, can't we just needed that extra play, that extra strike. I mean, yeah, I mean, people have said our oh, is but I, I still don't, I, I still don't think Do he's a striker. He's a winger. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Do you think it's maybe an issue that 
players that we had on loan last season you look at someone like Ricky Miller do you think it was a, an error not to 100% I'd have had him possibly bring him back it's, it's a it was a player that was well liked at the club he was a player that gave his all had a couple of games for us yes he only scored the one goal but he gave his heart in every game that he played and it's like he didn't get many minutes really did no, he? No, no no he didn't really get the chance. minutes he's got were, were decent he's obviously doing well now at, at, at Port Vale I think mm. you, you might look at that but sometimes you know you've got to think about but the situation not scoring, though, is he? No, but he's assisting, he's, he's involved in that, and when you've got Tom he's Pope, you don't him. need to be. Yeah, don't need to be. Yeah. I think he scored about three or four this season. Yeah, he's doing he's doing well for him. He's he's, he's being received well for him. He's, he's not. He, he can be that striker that scores the goals, but he's also that striker that can set him up a bit like what Danny Rose is. He yeah. can score and he can play. Yeah. So it's a player that not many teams have. But in all fairness, you look back. Would Pyman have sold him to us in the summer? Mm, probably not. Well, he, he would have done, but it would have cost probably cost us Danny Rose plus. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the only that's the only yeah. way we'd have got Miller. I think Danny Rose plus money. But again, you know, I think there's there's always I always look at things and, and say this, knowing that you know the deeper meaning to this is that there's a reason that things don't always happen. Mm. So you know, make of that what you will. Let's get some reaction though um, before we waffle on and I'm talking too much about Tuesday. Let's go back uh, to Saturday as you mentioned. David Flickcroft got a bit of stick from uh, <coughs> a bit of stick in inverted commas from his uh, former club. Matt Preston got a little bit. Um, as did <coughs> Timmy Elchnick, yeah. who. Um, you know, we were talking about before. Not a lot, not compared think, to the two. But I listening to that commentary, I think Elsnick and Preston. Pretty much every time they got the ball, they got booed. Mm. I think that's just a old football thing. You go back to your old club, you're going to get stick, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that though because I think there are some players. I mean, everyone seems to boo Matt Green now when we play against Lincoln. Ah, but, no. You know, Matt, Matt, Matt Reed. Matt Reed also, uh, Matt well, Reed's header well, set the most. Me, yeah, I could Matt Reed's, that one. Matt Reed's header set the most important goal in Mansfield Town history. So you know, <laughs> and Green yeah. scored the most important goal. In and Mansfield. Green scored it exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah. You know, you, you, how quickly we forget these yeah. things. Um, what do we make of uh, Elshnick then since since arriving? Roger says in the comments uh, that he's a very, very good player who showed class in his opinion. What do you make of him, Nath? I like him. Uh, I mean, he's shown us what he can do. Uh, he's sort of on the top of his game in, you know, in that Northampton game. Uh, and we feel like one way he scored the first goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, box you know, box, it yeah. wasn't just the goal, but the whole game he had a, you know, he had a, he was really on his game, wasn't he? So, but like you said, he's young, so. Are we going to get that performance from him every week? Probably not. He probably is going to be a little bit consistent. But the thing is, he, he works hard, you know. And I, yeah, I, I think I just trust him. I think. And as um, we mentioned earlier, like Mellis, for me, there's there's two or three players now that I think are ahead of him. So why he still keeps getting the start, I don't know. Obviously, Flitcroft must see something in him, but. Elsnick um, for me is, is way ahead of him at the moment. Do you think maybe Flitcroft's trying to play him as that? off the bench impact sub trying to if you need him like it's a nil-nil or it's a close game do you think Flitcross maybe look at him as seen as he's a game-changing player rather than as a starter or is it just a case, is it a simple case of the games being so close together and, and travelling just and rotation rotational yeah. um, you can see the difference between Elsnick and somebody like Mellis Whereas Elsneek's come from a championship club to a League Two club, 
And in a sense, it, this is going to sound weird, he kind of knows his place. Yeah. And he knows what he can do. And he does it. He doesn't panic when he's on the ball. He's calm on the ball. He'll, he'll play it back if he has to go backwards. He could play it forward, you know. Whereas Melis just gets the ball and just thinks he can do everything with it. And that's the difference. Whereas Elzink knows he's got it, but he don't need to do it all the time. And I think that's the difference, and that's why I like I like Timmy. I think he's a brilliant player. I he's wish we could calm, sign him. Calm but and calculated. He, know, he always knows what he's doing next. He can look up yeah. and pick out a pass. And you, you, rather you, than just running around see, down the blind alley. Trust him on the ball, can't you? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I think if we can do that as fans, I'm pretty sure the players will as well. And that that then gives them the belief. You know, they then can go and make their runs and. And you know, get concentrate on positional play rather than thinking, oh god, you know he's going now. Tell he's come from a higher cover. division. Yeah, yeah, he's got that sort of oh, that higher division coaching, that but that, that brain, that footballing brain. Yeah, but he's not big headed and like I'm from Derby County. Yeah, I'm from the Championship. I'm going to do everything. Whereas he's got that level headedness, and he's like, if I need to pass it. I'll pass it if I can take them on I'll take them on and he's not afraid to do no. sometimes as well when you get players of that age from that level they always want to play fancy they always want to try and take people on or try fancy yeah. passes but he's not afraid to do the simple simple things is he he's a team player I think isn't yeah. He? Yeah, that's, 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 he is. yeah that's that's yeah, it exactly it's not about him it's not about showing off and anything like that it's, it's, like you say he's doing the simple things and he's helping the team help making them tick and move on and, and that for me is better than doing something fancy doing any tricks and everything yeah. like that because that's helping us achieve what we want to do you, so can, you can still effective. talk about him can't you like that pass from Timmy to Danny just for argument's sake where Danny got put through and he scored from it it was a pass from Timmy that made you know that made the clear cut chance for Danny whereas if it had took it on and smashed it wide or of a bar it's like you're on a downside on him and it's like he could have passed that to Danny you know what I mean and, but he's got that brain where like he can put that pass through he, always see, he sees the next phase doesn't he he's yeah. not blinkered by his own his own desire to go and score he, he, yeah. he sees that next phase he sees that next uh, part of the game well let's hear from him uh, anyway let's get his reaction he was speaking of course after that goalless draw uh, where at Swindon where the Stags played uh, over 60 minutes around 60 minutes with 10 men following the sending off of Will Atkinson during the first half let's hear from midfielder Timmy Elchnick Swindon is a big club good team and um, with 10 men for more than a half of a game I think uh, we can be happy with a point the way the team stick together uh, obviously clean sheet as well it's just the, the lads show the character uh, just don't go under uh, they 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 were like throwing big ball, uh, beer, uh, long balls in the box so it's sometimes hard to defend that they had a few big lads up front uh, but I think we've done well uh, to defend that and you could argue a few of the decisions from referee especially at the end with CJ I think he was clean through the guy tackled him he stumbled nearly went down and then the keeper came out and got a ball if he wouldn't tackle him he could get a ball in front of the keeper or just go down it's a clean through path so it should be a red card or something uh, and yeah we had a couple of other chances as well so uh, I think you could argue both ways uh, but we're going to take the point and uh, just look forward from here you have to reposition yourself uh, obviously you have 10 men uh, it's a different shape uh, they're going to have a spare player so you have to focus on which side of the pitch you're going to show them or how you're going to deal with it and uh, I think we've done well I think we've done well it's, it's a different challenge when you've got 10 men um, We've got some fast lads up front, so uh, we would try to like 
get him on the break and um and like I said at the end we had we were so close uh, with CJ and um just didn't come through. So I'm doing a good job as well uh, in the midfield. Sometimes as a young lad, um, you just have to show that you you can control the game, that the other players can trust you. And um, I've got a very good relationship with uh, everyone else. Uh, I think they trust me now. And um, apart from today, I think we keep the ball uh, very very good and uh, we create loads of chances. Uh, today was a different occasion because we had 10 men for I don't know 60 minutes or something like that. And um, yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm, I'm happy I'm playing. That's why I came here. I'm, I want to help the team get the wins. Um, we had a few draws now, so we have to keep it tidy. But clean sheet today, it's a positive. Timmy Elshnick speaking to you. I follow following that game at Sweden. If you want to watch more of that interview, mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. We will also find the highlights and everything to that game as well. Let's move on and talk a little bit more uh, about Morecambe on Tuesday. A 1-0 victory there, Neil Bishop's goal. He only ever scores belters, doesn't he? What a goal. What a goal it was. It's a weird one. Tell us, could you see yeah. it on my small screen? So. Yeah. <laughs> you have a small it screen? It all went wrong. Oh, come, right, come on. I invited what? them over to, to mine, like, and um, it was so simple just get onto the, onto the actual TV through Apple AirPlay, but uh, for some reason it just wasn't working with iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. For some reason somebody not turned Wi-Fi on to start with. Yeah, the, the, the that wasn't relevant then, though. Didn't <laughs> make a difference. But no, it was, we tried to connect it. The sound was coming through, but the picture just wouldn't come through. So I don't know. Which that didn't was. matter to me, right? But obviously, these guys want to use their eyes and all that, all that jazz. So uh, yeah, his eyes. You ended up sitting there watching it on a uh, yeah. laptop screen in the end, didn't you? Which was, so it wasn't quite the same, but we still no. had a good good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it was still good. I feel like I've missed out. I, I genuinely you know what, do. Hey, one more person and we wouldn't be able to fit around the screen. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good job he wasn't there. Really. Uh, do, well, do you know what? I got to watch it live, mate, so it's fine. It's so did we. Yeah, yeah but I, I saw it in the ground and everything. Yeah, you, yeah but you yeah. was also cold. cold yeah. yeah, but... Yeah, right. We've got beer. What time did you get, get get to bed and get sleep? Oh, fast asleep by nine o'clock. Uh, about nine o'clock? Yeah, I got bored after go after. Fair of being that fair. Watching that half-time video, you probably would have got bored. Um, that went well, didn't it? It did go well, especially for someone like yourself who <laughs> couldn't hear everything. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I yeah. got back at half one and got to sleep about half two, and then got up for work at six, half six. So yeah, but what a goal it was! I mean, let's not <laughs> talk about us. This is not the Nathan, Cam, Simon, and Craig matters podcast. It's Mansfield matters. What I mean, it was a class strike, wasn't it? I'll say Bish only scores belters at the minute, and he got nominated for the EFL Team of the Week or Team of the Day. Deserves it. Yeah. I think d- deserves it. I mean, I think the main thing w- for me was was the fact that we didn't my worry when we got that corner was they would break and score because they had the wind against them and all it would take is a 30 yard pass was becoming a 60 70 yard pass because of the wind and they had pacey wingers and we for me on Tuesday were a little bit too high we played a little bit too high with, with the two wing backs and it we got caught a few times to be fair I don't think I've ever seen a game so end to end yeah and, and they are a relentless side they do not stop for free kicks they like to get their hand on the ball and play they don't stop for thrones they like to play quickly there's not a lot of time to, to breathe in, in that the only thing I hate about Morecambe is they play that stupid free kick tactic as soon as the ball comes in everyone runs out there's well, nothing more frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic. classic they, they, they knew yeah. nothing but it. They've always done it, and for, it's basic football, but it works a lot of the time. It's a um, classic Sunday league. Ball comes in, everyone yeah. at. Exactly. Didn't but work. 
a lot well, of the time. Well, no, but it's you know it's if it, it just, just killed the game off a lot of the time, and it was just like boring. <laughs> other than Bishop's goal, you can't really say there was much excitement other than Danny's shot. Well, Malbedding's shot that it was in the, the opening ten minutes when when we had two probably clear goals to be fair I mean hits the, what, the outside of the post and Barry Roach manages to, to claw it away and then Benning's superb strike did, was it over the line or did it hit the post and come out or post and okay. apparently it hit the stanchion behind the goal well who, kn- who knows <laughs> it was uh, I, I don't know we started really well and up against it but second half I thought we controlled it really well People will probably bemoan the lack of a, a second goal, but the way we sat behind the ball and, and kept the ball and kept possession, we looked comfortable doing that. Yeah, we did. To be honest, it, it was it was less nervier than what it has been in the past. There were a couple of opportunities for more come towards the end, and it were like, oh no, here we go. But we seem to have dealt with that quite well. So. And importantly as well, obviously, the first away win of the season. That stretches this uh, new club record as well for games unbeaten away from home. That's a good thing now because the longer that goes on, Nate, that's a mindset thing, isn't it? Teams look at us and think, oh, God, Mansfield are coming here on Saturday. Yeah, and, um, you know, and, and we've got a winnable game away again on, on you know, on next, Tuesday, next Tuesday. So... Uh, there's no reason why we can't really continue that and like you said I, I know people are going to be frustrated where that was only 1-0 but at the end of the day when you're going to be looking back at this at the end of the season all that matters is going to be that three points so um, yeah we'd all love to go to you know to a game and, and win by 2-3-4-0 whatever but at the end of the day it was just one of those nights where the conditions how it, how it were and you know I mean like you said Morecambe are a well drilled side even though they're you know linking down at the bottom of the table they're still a, a well drilled side so we did the job that we had to do and that's enough so we, you know, we, we just take that three points and move on to Saturday and before that weekend as well before those two games if you'd have been offered four points from those two games you'd have taken them definitely yeah, yeah. definitely and I think as well you, you can sort of look at it not just in isolation but as the bigger picture as well not for mentality for other teams but also for ourselves we seem to have over the last couple of weeks or so since that Berry game we seem to touch wood have got rid of that ridiculous sitting back in the last 10 minutes of games and conceding late we've got rid of um, you know drawing games and we've, we've, we've won we've won a game we've won away from home um, it's now about how we go on to that and we look at if you look at as well the fact that it's a busy period we look at the next week another three games MK Dons at home on Saturday tough fixture and then two away games Crew and Cheltenham two tough places to go but again the fact that they are there and it's in quick succession if you get what seven points from those games that's a, a good return and obviously nine points is, is an excellent return but if we're sitting here in two weeks' time and talking about seven points from those three games, then we'd be even more delighted, wouldn't we? Well, exactly. It's just a thing. We've just got to build on on everything now. We've, we're getting we're getting the performances. Now we just need to get the results and we need to get the goals. And f- fair enough, it's winning those games. But when you're coming up against get teams like Morecambe, we need to be scoring more than one. We should have scored more than one. It's just unlucky that we haven't. But like Nate said, at end of game three points is more important. Well, yeah, 
It is, but then you can look the flip side with other games when we haven't put a chance away, it's come back and bit us. So if it wasn't against yeah, Bork, true. I mean, you look at us, if it wasn't against, a, you know, more, if we, against one a bit better, you know, it's, let's say Saturday, for example, MK Dons, if we have the same chance we had against Morecambe and, and only put one away, well, uh, there's nothing saying MK Dons aren't going to go up and score two because they've I'll got the quality if, to do it. If so. we flip the results the other way around, say we won on Swind- uh, Swindon 1 0 and then drew 0 0 with Morecambe, that'd be a bad week. That'd be a bad week. Exactly, because we'd have had the chances against Swindon and not put them away and then not took them against a, a poor, a poor side. Yeah. So it's swings and roundabouts. But I go on the side of the fence that it's the winning that matters at this stage. Yeah. It's you need it's it's them maintaining it and not doing it in win, draw, 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 draw. It's going win, 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 draw, win, and then and keeping that unbeaten mentality, but just picking up the pace slightly. And, and but what nobody else has mentioned as of yet is end of October. Touchwood till now, still only one defeat. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not that I've not mentioned it. I'm going to mention it very, very shortly indeed. I've been to it. You did. <laughs> uh, because also this week um, we've reached a milestone, uh, one which we would have been talking about if the fixtures had been as they were, but because they've got rearranged, it's, it's worked out a little differently. I said, if you remember, way, way back last year when David Flickcroft was first appointed, that he had 12 games at the end of last season and that I wasn't going to properly judge him and talk about his influence until 12 games after with a different squad he's now reached that point he's on 13 games league games um, so yeah I'm going to judge him and, and I'm going to set <laughs> and I'm going to set a tweet right as well we've, we've had a tweet on the uh, Mansfield Masters account this week uh, talking about um, his win percentage compared to other sides etc 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 I'm going to delve into that a little bit deeper I've got the stats and the figures but before I do that let's hear from the man himself as he gives his reaction to that 1-0 win at Morecambe and of course uh, talking about that um, unbeaten away record as well here's the thoughts of stage boss David Flickcroft the trip home from Swindon was, was even though we earned a point was totally different from the trip, trip home from Cambridge you know and uh that was that was important that the players um, understood how they got a clean sheet down at Swindon, um, you know. And then it was important that they, they backed that up with three points tonight. It really was, um, you know, which they have done. So they've um, again to get another successive clean sheet is important um, to know that there's a fighting spirit, there's a, a galvanised spirit. The clean sheets. People just look at defenders and a goalkeeper. It's nothing to do with that, you know. It's 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 where it starts from. It's Danny Rose chasing down. Danny Rose's stats tonight will be through the roof. Tyler Walker was back. That's Tyler back to to what I know and what I consider as uh, an acceptable performance. You know, so um, a lot of real lot of positives tonight. Thought KP Marshall did fantastically well. So you know, we're talking about them not having a, you know many shots on target. I think you've got to look at the whole structure of the team and and the performance of of and consistency of. Of, um, of the team I think Bishback uh, give us structure in the centre of the pitch I thought it were excellent you know when Kev Allison wanted to mix it Bish was right in there with him um, you know having some sledging and it's part of the game it's part of, part, of, part of the game but you know he won't allow people to you know dominate and bully us physically or mentally and, and that's what um, that's what you know Neil Bishop gives you discipline organisation uh, a willingness to 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 run more than the opposition a willingness to put your body on the line um, you know not getting beats important you know and, and uh, 
it's three or four of them games where we give up leads as well. You know what I mean? So there's a part of me that, uh, even though it's a, it's it's it's, just, it's a club record or whatever, but you know, there's 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 something inside me feeling as though it's not something to really celebrate because you know I want more points and and we're hungry for that. And, and at times, you know, I've wanted to uh, give our supporters you know more more points on our travels, but still, you know, these these there's a spirit that's that's been grown um, since we've come in here. These foundations we've laid, the, the passing styles you know, still stayed the same, even though Saturday's wasn't very good. Uh, certainly, when we went down to ten men, you know, it was uh, it was almost just just keeping them out. Uh, but a team's got to do got to do both sides to the game, and, and we're certainly showing that. <laughs> David Flicker up there speaking to I follow after that game the laughter as always is because we switched off because we've heard it and um, we well the actual conversation was how long is the actual commentary the, the, the interview the interview yeah yeah, and I forgot how long it was uh, but there you go uh, David Flickcross speaking to I follow Stags you can watch that in full all 10 minutes of it on uh, mansfieldtown.net <laughs> <laughs> that's the one question but only if you're feeling galvanised enough to go and do it um, but there you go uh, he speaks he's, 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 and Cam also dropped his biscuit in his brew during the, the middle it of that all it yeah, all happens here on the Mansfield Matters podcast when the cameras aren't rolling Um he drink, is he drinking? Has he just drunk that? Has he drunk the biscuit? That's pretty disgusting. That is ranky. That is, that is actually so, it's oh, so good. Good man. man. Wow. Oh. No, you can't Woeful. waste biscuits. You can't waste tea. Anyway, moving on. What, yeah, let's go. What, what's the difference between that and dunking it in tea? Yeah, it's been dunking your tea with horrible tea drinks. It was all in one biscuit. Oh, this is a disgrace. Can we get back to the actual football, please? Yes, we're galvanised. Thank you. Let's crack on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. David Flickcroft speaks in his interview there um, about the frustration that he feels it's good to hear him come out and say that yeah we've got this club record but I'm not happy with it because we keep drawing and we're not winning and I'm feeling it too and I think that comes across a little bit and uh, if you saw on, on the cameras on, on Tuesday night the way he, he was he was bellowing instructions because it was a only a 1,000 crowd it was very it's an empty and soulless place is Morecambe sure. and the Globe Arena Um <laughs> Yeah. Edit, I know. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> um, but so you could hear a little bit more of, of what he was like and the way he was shouting and controlling the game, and you can feel that he feels it, and you can feel that he knows that there is, you know, a, a bomb about to explode in there, and he just wants for us to, to pull the trigger on it. And I think you can hear the frustration in his voice sometimes. I'll say when when you look at games like that, and you see we come up against a similar team. Similar situation, struggling down the bottom. You look at Northampton, absolutely hammered Northampton with a similar sort of tactics. The only difference is that Morecambe were a bit more resilient than what. And what Northampton the, I think were. the conditions still played a massive part. Oh yeah, definitely. But I think if you take the, the wind element out of, of, of Monday, of, not, of Tuesday's game <laughs> at Morecambe, um, I think we because we pressed quite high. I think we'd be able to press that extra ten yards forward. And as somebody's put in the comments. Um, Mark's put in the comments uh, Mark Rickers uh, Pierce did some superb work against Morecambe very strong I think he, he certainly wasn't but we had to sit too deep we had to defend on the edge of our own box and we don't usually do that and I think if we'd have been able to do that 10-20 yards higher 
we might have been talking about a similar performance to the Northampton game where we've got on to score two or three. The wind and the conditions played a huge, huge part on Tuesday. Exactly. I, mean, I think we've got to take that into account when you look back. You look at some of the chances that we got and the players that we got, you saw Danny and CJ were in behind the defence a lot of the time and if it wasn't for the wind, you, that 10-yard pass over the defence, 10-20 yard pass over the defence would have got to them. Instead, it's gone. It's nearly in Fleetwood. Bit time that they've got to it, and it's just unfortunate because we play some good football, but sometimes it comes down to the conditions, and we've got to adapt as game. But when when you it's tough like that, it's complete polar opposites. On Tuesday night, we played some good football and couldn't do anything with it, but it was just different first half to second half. Keep your comments coming in. Always want to hear from you tonight. Want to hear your thoughts and your views as always. A um, few comments coming in since we last had a look. Mar- uh, so Peter says, uh, tough game on Saturday against MK Dons. Uh, they're a good side as the results um, and their league position shows. Will be a marker for where we are as a team, I reckon. Uh, James has put, uh, good evening to him, James Roberts. First time comment from him as far as I can remember. Uh, I know we aren't winning every week and are drawing games that we should have uh, that we should have won, but we aren't losing either. I think under Flickcroft, we do play some good football and are a hard team to beat. If we would have held on to those leads and won them, we would be singing these praises even more. But we don't but we do need to get the points from these games in hand and we will have uh, things will look better and Roger says I really do think Flickcroft is doing his very best uh, to do the business let's talk about Flickcroft a little <coughs> bit more then because I said earlier on uh, about the um, the comment which we had on Twitter and the fact he's, he's now had the same amount of games and has actually had one more than what he had last season should he be judged on the 25 games that he's had as a whole or should he be judged on this season Nate this season 100% Cam this season Simon agreed uh, therefore that leads me on to this comment which we've had on Twitter from uh, Henry uh, good win today this is following um, obviously Tuesday night's uh, victory um, at Morecambe good win today but that's now 6 wins 14 draws and 5 losses in Flickcross first 25 league games in charge that's a 24% win rate 3 promoted teams last year averaged 63% Accrington 54% Luton and 52% Wickham a long way from where we need to be still now I think um, that that um, is an, uh, uh, a comment which is is it's, it's a fair comment to make but also it's factually inaccurate because their win percentage for the whole season for one season with one squad yeah. one momentum one set of fixtures one set of circumstances the, the win percentage he's calculated for Flickcroft two seasons two squads almost two different sets of circumstances two sets of pressures two different times a year to complete in my opinion polar opposites we would not we were not playing the style of football we are now under Flickcroft as we were last year we were playing 4-4-2 because we didn't have the players to play in the 3-5-2 or 3-4-1-2 we tried it at Forest Green and got absolutely battered because the players weren't up to it so in my my opinion 
And we had Liango on our side. What and we had Liango on our side. But we did have Paul Digby. And Digby. We did have Paul Digby. And Digby. We did have Paul Digby. And Digby. Do Digby. Do Digby. Do you want these coins or not? You can't even get into the Forest Green Quad. Come on. And Digby. I think that. He's out tomorrow, is it? That, um, Being around you, like, more <laughs> like 59. <laughs> You're getting a bigger I'm not going to lie. How do you know? <laughs> picture one on one. You old man. Oh, dear. Anyway, anyway you, look, I'm you look back at last season and you think it, it was a completely different squad. You've got players that. You always come back to the old thing is if you're a good manager, you should be able to manage a good squad. That's completely wrong. If you've got someone, say, I don't know, say Alex Ferguson, for example, if he had a squad that he played in the Premier League for Man United, it was his squad and he could play it his way. If he put it into a different squad, say Chelsea, for example, completely different team, different start of play, completely different players, he won't be able to manage it. Same with Flitcroft and Evans. Well, if that's a very good point you make, because and Man United fans, we are not Man United fans, but history of football will tell you that Ferguson actually nearly got sacked when he started at Man United. Exactly. Yeah, yeah he didn't, didn't have his Forest in FA Cup. Yeah, he'd have got gone. sacked. Yeah, he'd have got sacked and he wouldn't have had the career he had. So it is all about having your old your own side yeah. and moulding it into the way you want to play. That, exactly. That that tweet is a prime example, and I think even. The, the the people at the top levels do as well, like you know your Sky Sports News and all that. They they use the statistics to support their that point that they're trying to make, and so they twist it in it, the way it, in it the negative way. It factually is correct because you you could look at that and you know that that's what the percentages come out at, but it's based on the wrong sort of scenarios, isn't it? So you're just using those statistics to support your. Yeah, to support your own view, and you can do last, that with statistics. So last season's last season. Yeah, last season is relevant. That last well, season well, can't affect this season. Well, if you look well, at, look at the players, you know, who are playing regular on our side. Let's take the last lineup, for example. Were these players playing at the back end of last season? Alejnik, no. no. Uh, Preston, no. no. Pierce, yes. Sweeney, no. CJ, yes. Different position. Um, Bish, no. Mellis. Don't really think he was in, was he? He, he yeah, wasn't no. getting. He wasn't getting in, in was he? Wasn't really getting in. No. So I, I'd say no. Uh, Benning again in and out. He, I think he was under Flickcroft more, but again, different position. He was playing left back now, playing left wing back. Khan, obviously no. Maka, Maka, Maka was, but he's not in. Yeah. He wasn't in the last lineup. Danny Rose obviously was, uh, but then he wasn't because he was yeah. the back end of last season. He got injured. I so feel like your, your CJ Benning and Rose are probably half. So you've probably got one and a half between all three of those. So yeah. you're probably on, you're on two and a half at the moment. I'm counting exactly. And then <laughs> the, the other one is obviously Tyler Walker. He wasn't here last season either. So it's a completely different yeah. side, completely different way of playing, and also as well with that. You look at the three players there, the prime example, in CJ, Benning and Rose. CJ's playing a completely different role. Benning's playing a, a different role, playing slightly higher up. And Rose is a completely different player for the better. Completely different player for the better. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to back the argument up with, with the stats now as well. Um, is right, actually right in terms of the 25 games that he judges it on. Although... If you're looking at the the Accrington, the Luton, the Wickham, that's a 42 whatever whatever is it 46 game season whatever yeah 46, yeah, 46 game yeah. season. Um, last year's stats in the Flickcroft played 12, 
won two, drawn six, lost four. Win percentage of 16%, draw uh, percentage of 50, lost percentage 33.3333333. Um, this season, which is the one that counts, um, is obviously uh, won four, drawn eight, lost one. One. Lost one. One. Um, win percentage of 30.7. Draw percentage is very high, obviously, of 61, uh, 61%. And then um, the 7% loss rate. But if you add up an unbeaten percentage, that's, what, 91.7? So almost 92% unbeaten, which is fantastic. That is... Better. It didn't take you three attempts to work all that out. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> and a calculator. No, it did not. And these shoes and stuff. Oh, these on here. No, they're not on there, actually. <laughs> 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 you're looking at it. Oh, I want to throw it at you if they were. Fair enough. It's alright, we've I already looked. <laughs> you probably had to be out as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, do you know what? I won't put it. You know if it gets the first one right, I will actually. I will. Yeah. Have you still got that blindfold, by the way? Yeah, yeah I'm going to need that uh, very, very shortly. Well, then. I'm not putting it on. I'll just take my glasses off. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, comments coming in uh, as always on that. Keep them coming in. Um, James Roberts says, uh, "Shouldn't be judged at all from last season. Could he have? Uh, could he inherit the side?" Albeit a good side who was doing well, but it was always going to be hard walking an, into another manager's shoes. I think we play good football, but we have we have, but we need to have more a more winning mentality and get more ruthless and kill off games. Having someone like Bishop in the middle of the park is a massive plus because Bishop will drag us through games and is a born leader who others should look at trying to emulate. Um, and Roger says, I will reserve judgment on Flickcroft uh, until Christmas. And do you know what? I think that's the mark. If you look at the league table now, two wins in these two games in hand, we're right back up there. It is so tight between first and probably 15th, 16th, maybe even 17th. Um, anything could change in Christmas time is when it's going to really take shape. And yeah. I said this on, on the way back on the bus on, on Tuesday night to somebody. If you were, in fact, I said it today as well. If you were at Christmas and you were drawing games and you weren't able to win and you were playing badly, that it's then that you need to have a look at making a change. Mm. But if you are where you are now, is where we are with drawing games, but playing really well and playing some of the best football that I've seen us play for years, you, we look like a hungry side who wants to succeed. It is just about getting that fraction and getting that thing just to drop. We're poised, aren't we? We're, yeah. we're right on that. We're on the cusp. As, lo- as Lady Gaga would say, we're on the edge of glory. Yeah, so Nathan Edge, Na- the Nathan Edge of glory. You know, so. we're on the cusp of something, and we, we just need something to click for it to just drop into place. And as soon as that happens, exactly. we'll be all right. We'll exactly. be fine. Think maybe a big win, not a big win like score. Do you know what? This, this, is, this is what goes yeah. badly against us because when we win, we win big. Like the Accrington game, that set us back two weeks because the bar went from sort of average so right up there and the expectations went through the roof yep. and then we, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't get it back and then that allowed the negativity to creep in I think a 2-0 3-0 that, that sort of ballpark if, if we beat MK Dons on Saturday then I think that is the big win it that, yeah, that, yeah, that would be that, 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 would be. that is the, the virtue of beating MK Dons that's what that would be like won five on the trial if, yeah. if it would you know yeah, David yeah, like, you've well, just yeah. beat second in <laughs> league sort of thing Yes, yeah, you know, or third. Or third. That's they're up there. They're up yeah. there. They're higher than us. Put it that way. At a minute. True. Um, but I would go. I would probably 
going to get shot down in flames in a minute but I would possibly bring in a striker in January and that's no disrespect to the strikers that we've got and it had just been mainly to help Danny and Tyler to get the I know they've got the confidence but just to finish you know, just have that extra firepower just to give them the confidence. Well, we've, to we've got that free funds now with the Xander Diamond retirement, of course. You know, you've so got, I don't really think you need to look, depending on where Murphy's at at Christmas, you, you might be able to just cope without that defensive that defensive play. So that, no disrespect, I think the Anderson side has gone on far too long. I think we ought to just get rid of him. Well, Peter did ask in the comments earlier, and I avoided it for a reason because it would have sparred off a different conversa- conversation. <laughs> If, if everything could be resolved, would you take Ando in the side? And very quickly, yes. I think we all Hell would. Yeah. Yeah. We all yeah. we all would. But yeah. the question is is not whether we would. It's the fact that it's gone on for so long. Sometimes those bridges can't be can't really? be built and can't be sorted. As, as as a like, if we were you know if if we was John Radford's of Mansfield Town Football Club, he's taking in a wage. But it's not doing anything. Yeah. And if you was in a position where, like, you know, at, at your job, if you weren't doing your job, you know, your boss would be like, you know, well, I'm not going to pay you. Exactly. So why why yeah. should we be paying no, somebody no, I did do my job, that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's not pulling the weight that want you know? I get I 100% get what you're saying. Let's let's move quickly on and talk uh, other news this week. Um, Cup draw, Charlton at home could have been nicer, couldn't it, Dave? Yeah, um, it's difficult, really. That's that's a, that's a really difficult. I mean, the good thing is is that it should bring in a decent crowd. Obviously, they'll bring a good following. Uh, hopefully, we get a decent amount in. Obviously, it's been moved to Sunday now, so um, because it's been shown on TV but not in England. No, <laughs> shown abroad. Right. Does that mean who that we, we, we who Friday night podcast? Possibly. Uh, I need to talk to you about that after the podcast is oh, done, by the way. Um, yeah. But who in, like, Venezuela or wherever is wanting to watch Mansfield against Charlton? Uh, FA Cup's a huge competition. There's, but it's there's not even a massive game, is it? Like, no, it's, um, not. it's not. There like, are so many ties which would be better Non league against that. league. There's a lot of non league versus league I'd like that. to see Alfred against Fleetwood for one. Yeah. Exactly. That would have been a good tie. Exactly. It's just that they did surprise me when I saw that. Even if it is being played abroad, I thought there's still a lot of better games to be played even for the yeah, abroad. Yeah, a bit of money for being on telly. Well, yeah. you know. And then we get a free Saturday, but that means we've got to do well. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, I think, in obviously, it's a, it's a tough draw because they are doing well in League One. Mm. But <clears> when we play against those higher opposition, we do raise a game. Obviously, Accrington, we did well against them in, in the Carabao Cup um, pre-season. Obviously, the championship sides went unbeaten against them. I think it's a winnable tie. And I think... 100%. I don't yeah, think um, we should... I'm on the fence. Well, you're not. You're not. I thought we were going to lose, to be honest. I, I still think we will, but... That's not the fence, then. Yeah, that's, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, the I'm in, between, I'm in between. We'll either lose, lose or we'll take it to a if replay. If you're on the fence, we're going to push you I'd take a replay because that means a trip to Charlton where I've never been yeah, before. So, so, you know, that, I, I'd be happy with that. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a new ground. Craig's a new ground. Driving, a decent ground. <laughs> Craig is not driving in midweek. Not happening at all. Chris is driving. Someone will drive. I'll drive. Yeah, you can drive, Dave. Yeah, all good. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> uh, I think though it is a winnable, winnable game, and I, 
it's another opportunity to have a look at where we're at in terms of the way we play and the way we can mix it about a little bit and yeah. and, and and go from there so I'm looking forward to that one um, MK Dons on Saturday as we mentioned uh, as well a little bit of injury news coming out uh, this afternoon obviously no Hayden White Alex McDonald been missing as well could also be without Matt Preston CJ Hamilton uh, as well for, for that oh, game there's another one who might be missing as well I can't remember who it is um Without having a look, Camel have a look. Craig Davis is still out. Craig well, Davis could be back in contention for that. Oh, right, okay. um, but the two key ones who could be missing, Matt Preston and CJ Hamilton, obviously got Will Atkinson to come straight back into right wing back if CJ is missing his suspensions over. But that is a, a big loss for, for both of them, isn't it, Nate? I actually missed that news today. Um, so I'm only hearing it now, so I'm actually a bit gutted about that. I mean, um, obviously, obviously said is, there's a chance that they're out so let's first of all hope that, they, hope that they won't be out oh, right. um, <laughs> yeah so we're you know, really hoping that they won't be out I mean I, I know it's especially CJ but actually both of them to be honest it, it's a big blow for, for both of them if they're out um, especially again the caliber against you know of MK Dons who have uh, who are flying at the moment you know won five on the bounce and uh, they'll be coming to us confident um, and it's uh, not like we've got a massive Walker. squad. Yeah, that's, that's another one. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's the Tyler Walker one I can give or take because Craig Davis is back. Obviously, it's a natural swap, but also yeah. I think, as somebody put in the comments earlier, I forgot to read it. I, I do apologise. Um, Jordan Graham, he, he deserves probably deserves a chance. I thought he play, played relatively well on Tuesday. He deserves a shot, but also the fact you're against MK Dons could do a potentially change of shape there and go. Four three two one with Butcher alongside Khan and sort of do the two attacking midfielders as we have done in a couple of games this season and make it difficult for, for MK Dons well, and give Ak- them something to Ak- think is a right back at right wing back yeah yeah, yeah and give them something yeah. to, to think about so Oof. I think that we're going to have to change it yeah. change shape aren't we if, that, if, if those players that they think are going to be out are all going to be out then what are they wrong with something. CJ and it just, says, just knocks in training yeah. today right so obviously the, the market they're like taking it easy in training is they to be fair as well you've got to think about the fact that over the last week or so we've travelled numerous miles obviously travelled on Friday to to Swindon then you've got to recover on Sunday then you're on, you're back on the road to Morecambe it's a long way up, up to, to both really up north so you, you've got to think about that as well so um, I'm just hoping it's a bit of reserve good question psychology. good question um, which has just come in uh, from Shelley to be fair and she asks what what's the difference in playing Saturday with those players missing obviously CJ um, Preston and um, Walker than no game due to international call-ups and I think the main difference in my answer would be and I'm not shooting this down the main difference is Pierce and Sweeney who have arguably been for me the two best defenders at the club so far this season yeah one defender I think you can take out of the equation Lewis Gibbons is good enough to come in and, and do a job but it's the two defenders but you can't postpone a game for injuries anyway it's being postponed because of international call-ups exactly you can't you wouldn't be able to do that just down to injuries if if you if say if all our defenders got injured now you can't postpone it you've just got to bring them in from the youth team you've got no choice or you put other players in those positions so 
Danny Rose. I get, sense I get back a point. Do you know what? Danny Rose is our best defender anyway. He is. He probably is. So, you know. bits in defence. Honestly, if I turned up and I saw a game and I saw Danny Rose playing centre half, I'd be thinking, great, because we ain't going to concede and we're probably going to go and score. <laughs> so, you know. Fair enough. Danny Rose at centre-half, anyone? Yeah. Job done. I mean, I'd, I'd get him winning the headers, but I don't, think I fa- I don't fancy him making a tackle together. So well, 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 pro- proper striker's tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just let him win everything in the air and get someone around him to sweep up with a tackle. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, this management lark, isn't it? Let's uh, uh, move away from talking about the, the games. Thank you very much for all your comments uh, this evening. We always try and look after each other here on the Mansfield Matters podcast. Um, so we we haven't done this this series purposely because we felt as a four um, we took your comments on board in the summer that we needed a bit of a change and that we didn't want to go down the silly quizzes every single week but every now and again there is cause to do one of them um, tomorrow is Simon's birthday uh, he will be 40 8 39 he'll be 39 he's <laughs> 39 tomorrow uh, and what was the worst part of the what did you hate specifically last year not in, 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 quite good at him oh yeah I don't remember that I don't remember yeah, that either to be honest I thought Dylan Nathan was terrible at anagram well I am yeah but I think it was just down to Nathan couldn't picture them to be honest he couldn't yeah let's say that yeah you disable this game you're not putting that on me I'm not having that where is blame there's a claim I will sue you. You can sue me all you like, mate. But <laughs> I won't get much, will I? You're not going to get much, are you, at the minute? You might get half of those coins. You can have his pen. You can have my pen, yeah. It's worth about 2p, so there you go. Um, but we thought we'd do a little game um, for Simon's benefit. I've got, um, th- I've got three coins here. Not actual money, but they are, have monetary value. Uh, each coin you get a free game of Crazy Golf at the Lost City. Not sponsored, by the way. The Lost City um, Could be Crazy that. Golf. Could be, if you want to give them a sponsorship. Three coins for free games for the, at the Lost City Crazy Golf at the Corner House in Nottingham. I went there last night and I actually won! Yes! Come on. You can't win it so on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Play on my own. Okay. Played the misses um, and won. Yeah, she'll let you win. I won. She'll let you win. I won. She'll let you win. I won. <laughs> That's all that matters. You've been talking uh, about so she'll let you win. <laughs> I have these three coins, which means I have three anagrams. How many only ones did you get? One. How many of them did you kick in? One. <laughs> uh, how many cut? Oh, was this the 18? Yeah. Probably 17. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly on, uh, you can win one of these coins, so one free game, per anagram that you get right. However, you won't be able to see these anagrams because we're going to blindfold you. Nathan, we can have the blindfold, please. Oh, just put it out there. We're no. not doing this for no. the sake of it. Because Simon is actually great. going to play golf at this place at some point in the future. Yeah, and you know, he might be able to, to win. So, I'm going to give you Maybe. this You're blindfold. Honest. We want you to put that on. Things you do for coins. Oh, that, they're, they're awful to wear. You can literally see nothing. I know. That's well, great. Proper blindfold. That's now. great, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <sighs> That's <laughs> not. Um, and no swearing. <laughs> that's it. Um, you can, you're going to have 39 seconds um, to answer each anagram. We're going to take it in turns. Probably take me 39 minutes. You're going to you're going to have, as I say, 39 seconds uh, to do that each for each one. So you know, one anagram 39 seconds, another anagram 39 seconds. If you get it right, you get one of these coins. If you get it wrong, you can nominate. Cam or Nathan within the 39 seconds or afterwards 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 to have a go and then they will have the chance to win the coin if they want to give it back to you as a birthday gift 
They can, but they will be under no obligation to do so whatsoever. Can I nominate that? Um, all right, I will. No, that can actually see you. That's it. So, you know, <laughs> I would, um, if I could ask you, Cam, to uh, to not, I'll just try and turn the screen away so you can't oh, see. God's sake. I'll take my glasses off and also I can't see. I don't think you can see. Can I can't, you see I can't, that? No, can't, I can't see that, that's fine. It's blurred and glared. Okay, that's, that's great. Fantastic. <laughs> you can't see that, can you? No? Oh yeah, yeah! <laughs> Cheating! Oh, no, I think I might have to knock a second out of that. Luke Ganesh. Are, are you ready for your first one? <laughs> no, if one is, that'll be great. <laughs> it's, it's not. Are you ready for your, you're ready for your first anagram? You've got 39 seconds. No. I'll read the. the um, I'll, uh, I'm going to start the clock and read the anagram, okay? Why don't you read the anagram then start yeah, the clock? Yeah, that's a fair point. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to read it once. Okay. Okay. Banshee Lop. Banshee Lop. Time has started. Neil Bishop. Oh! He's only got him. He's only got him. Done it. Um, one. That was easy. One coin. Yeah, that, that was pretty easy. There you go. One. That was easy. Yeah, yeah I thought that was uh, easy. Even Nathan got yeah. it. So oh, thanks Fair enough. All right. Next one. If you next one for your yeah. second coin. Go for it. Okay. Health only one. Health only one. Health only one. Health only one. Fuck a starters. 39 seconds in total. Past the 15 second mark now. Health only one. No idea. Can you get, get, just shout um, random names. Health only one. Health only one. Well, God. Health only one. No. Don't know. 29 seconds. T- 10 seconds to go. Health only one. Do you know who it is? Thirty-eight. Time stops. No. Unfortunately, you've not won that one. Do either of you think you know who it is? Do you think you know who it is? Well, can we have the, the blindfold back on, please? Oh, sorry, oh, I can't see anyway. Oh, well, we can't see. And it's making me wham. Oh, sorry, mate. Go on. Um, you, do you know who it is? Do you I think you know who it is? Just say yes or no. Help. Oh, I thought oh. might have. Okay, Nate, do you think no. you know? No, I keep okay. thinking of names and I keep realising. One more to go. Are you ready yeah, for your for final one? Acid fold. Hang on, hang on. I've started the clock. I've started, I've started the clock then. Acid fold rift TV. Acid fold rift <laughs> TV. Clock has started. Acid fold rift TV. You'll kick yourself when you get it. Acid fold rift TV. Ten seconds has passed. Good God. Acid fold rift TV. Twenty seconds has passed. Acid fold rift TV. Acid fold rift TV. Ten seconds. Nine. I have no eight, idea. Seven. You. Six. Five. Four. Three. I didn't want to block two, anyway. One. <laughs> Oh dear! Any idea? It's obviously someone with it. I'm, I'm working on the V. Yeah. Acid, acid no. fold rift TV. I bet they're all okay. starting at bleed. Okay. Well, you have now the chance to nominate Cam or Nathan for each of the anagrams. You can give them one each. Or yeah, got one each. Okay. Well, who, would you, who would you like? Who would you like to go first or second? I reckon Cam knows the second one. Okay. Cam, you are how old? 
Uh, oh no, that's not fair. Is it? Oh, that's that's the game. That's the game you didn't that tell we're me. playing. That is the game that I have decided to play. So the rules were there were all anagrams of Mansour Town football players, but Ooh. you didn't say which bloody decade they were from. No, I know, but they're all recent players. That's harsh. It's not harsh. You will kick yourself and get one of them. I've got one. Nathan's got one. Actually, I think I don't. Right, what was it? I'll, no, I'll, I'll no, give you the thirty-nine seconds. I'll give you the thirty-nine seconds. Cam, you got the first one or the second one, Nathan? It doesn't matter. I haven't. I just I thought I had it. And I figured now. Cam, are you ready? You're gonna, you're, yeah, gonna, exactly. you're gonna have a go. Health only one. Health only one. Start. Health only one. Health only one. I thought you were only gonna say it once. I know, but I'm trying to help. Am I not helping by saying it all the time? Why not? Keep saying it. <laughs> health only Can one. Can they shark start then? No, because you've nominated Cam. Health only one. Health only one. Do you know what? Nathan, if you've got it. Help only one. Ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Stop the time. I really ain't got a clue. I forgot. I completely forgot it. Health only one, Nathan. I know it went really well in some ways, Mark. Same position, though. Same position. Do you want to have a go at the second one? Are these current players or...? One is not a current player, one is... Well, actually, no, neither are current players, to be fair, but one is currently involved. Do you want to know the answers? I mean... Do you want one last go? We're like the 39 seconds, yeah. We've got to have a time limit, I know, otherwise we're going to be here until midnight, aren't we? Uh, I'll be honest. I'll text you. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a clue. But I'll only give you. I, I reckon it's just first. Of all. Has anybody got it on the comments or? Uh, well, mm, I'm gonna have a look now. I'm gonna have a, gonna have a little. I'm not look. looking. I'm not cheating. So. No, nobody has it in the comments. Come on, guy. Only one. I will give you. I, you can buy a clue. For you can buy a clue for five seconds of time. Oh, fair enough. What do we reckon by? So I'll take it down to 30 seconds because I can't do the maths. I'll take it down to... I know. 34. I'll take it to... Oh, go on. I'll take it to 34 seconds if you buy a clue. Go on, then. Health only one. I'll give it open to all three of you. 34 seconds. Health only one. Your clue is championship winning midfielder. 34 seconds. Health only one. Championship winning midfielder. Had two, start, two spells with us. Health no. only one. No. Championship winning midfielder. Health only one. Two spells with us under David Ellsworth and Paul Cox. Health only one. Ended up playing for Alfred, and I'm giving you way too many clues. Yes, Nathan's got it. Nathan, it's yours. I'm going to put the coin in front of your cup for you. There you go. That is yours. Stop the clock. Happy birthday, sunshine. Oh, cheers. There you go. That is lovely. There's one more to win. You want to try and win it? Or, yeah, go on then. Or do you want, or do you want them two to win it? Or uh, well, if them two know it, oh. we can have a good day. We know this next one is still a part of What was the other one for the third one? Acid Fold Rift TV. So we've got the theme. I will give you a huge clue, but I'm only going to give you. I will only give you three seconds to get it. Because the clue I will give you, you will get it within. You should oh, get it within okay. three seconds. 
I'm saying, yeah. You want you want to take three. You want a three second. Make it five. Five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Mate, do you want to go for that gamble? Bear in mind, if you don't get it, I'm keeping this. Okay. Keeping what? Side. This coin. The one third coin. coin. Yeah. Quick question is, can you actually play? Is anybody still watching? Yeah, but you've done well. Let's do it before everyone turns off. Five seconds. Okay. Acid, fold, rift, TV, galvanised. David David Whitcroft. There you go. Where's the being? Oh, David. Oh, there you go. Whoever wants that can have it. Whoever wants that can have it. Oh, I won three. Oh, there you go. So there you go. That is, uh, you, you can have that. Well done. Yeah. Banshee Lock was Neil Bishop. Health only one was Anthony Howell. And Acid Fold Rift TV was David Galvanised yeah. Flickcroft. That is just about it for this week. Thank you very much for uh, watching as always. Quick predictions for the next two games. Nath, MK Dons, give me your prediction. One on. One, two. To them. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Controversial. Controversial. Cam? Three one stags. Sorry? One all. Ooh. Uh, Nath, crew in midweek. Um, one three us. Four nil stags. One two us. Two nil stags Saturday at home to MK Dons. Uh, three one away at crew. Always got to be optimistic in this game. Thanks very much for watching. As always, this has been the show for the fans, by the fans. If you've uh, been listening to the audio version of this, make sure you join us every Thursday at 6.30 on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters. If you're looking for something to do this half term, don't forget Mansfield Town Football and the Community's half term scheme. You can find all the details on their Facebook page. It includes uh, trips to uh, the Rivermore Leisure Centre for a day of inflatable fun and indoor sport and of course a trip to I jump as well and the SSA Halloween party if you're a junior member of the SSA um, you get free entry to the Halloween party at Django's Play Centre you get free uh, free admission are you a junior SSA member? I think we should come anyway are you a junior SSA member? you be but you're not now are you? <laughs> so no you don't uh, but Ooh. there you go uh, thank you very much for watching uh, as always we'll see you next Thursday at 6.30 on the show for the fans by the fans why? well quite simply because Mansfield matters are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans